and the skies grew dark. The sea was rough and bumpy, and they could not sail their ships as fast as they wanted. It was six weeks before the weather cleared up, and they could finally leave the English coast behind them. Some of the men didn't like each other and had arguments. Part of the trouble was that almost half of the men who were going on this journey were spoiled. They had never worked a day in their lives. They weren't the kind of men who should have been on the first journey to the New World to build Jamestown. What was really needed were more carpenters, laborers, and farmers. Those who knew how to work hard and how to take orders. But on this long voyage across the Atlantic Ocean, there were only a few carpenters, one bricklayer, one mason, one blacksmith, and only a single true sailor besides those who commanded the ships. When they thought they were close to the shores of America, they couldn't find land anywhere. Some of the men wanted to go back to England, thinking that the New World had just disappeared. But then a rainstorm tossed the ships to and fro over the ocean's waters and right into the opening of the James River, which is in Virginia. The men were happy to see land again and sailed their tall ships with a feeling of relief through the welcome waterway. Jamestown. The adventurers named the first tip of land they saw Cape Henry in honor of the Prince of Wales, the king's first son. The next piece of land they saw was named Cape Charles, which was the name of the king's second son, who afterward became King Charles I. And after they sailed up the river and found the spot where they wanted to live, they called their new home Jamestown in honor of King James I. The colonists were happy and full of hope for a bright future in this beautiful land. In a cheerful mood, everyone started to do what was needed to build their new town. While they worked, some friendly Native American Indians came to visit them. But not all of the local Indians were friendly. One time, while Captain Smith and a few of his men were away from the town, a group of Indians attacked the colonists while they were working. Many men were hurt, and a young boy was killed. The leaders of Jamestown made sure that everyone would be protected from another attack in the future. Tall wooden fences were built around the colony, and big cannons were rolled into places where there were openings in the fences. The men were all given guns to protect themselves too. But after almost two months living in the New World, the colonists became very sick. The ground where they built their new home turned out to be close to a swamp, so it was very damp. Even though it was summer and the weather was warm, the men weren't used to working under such a hot sun. The cold, damp ground at night, the heat during the day, and very little food to eat were just too much for most of the colonists. It was a sad time. Many of the people were dying. Every day during the month of August, fresh graves were dug. At the end of the summer, about 50 of the 105 colonists had died. Food and other supplies were almost used up by now, 
and every day they expected to be attacked by Indians. But, to the Englishmen's surprise, the Native Americans didn't attack them. Instead, they were kind, bringing fruit and other foods which helped many of the sick to feel well again. Captain Smith meets Pocahontas and Chief Powhatan. In the Native American villages near the little Jamestown colony, life was normal and happy, but some of the Indians were unhappy because part of their land had been taken away from them. No one had asked the Indians if they could live on their land. It seemed like the colonists had just sailed their ships into Virginia, landing many men on the shores, building towns, fishing in the rivers,